Hey, Philip, what's going on? Hey, Brian, good to see you, man. I didn't hear you knock. I didn't know I had to knock. Fair enough. So what are we doing this week? The same thing we do every week, our podcast. Ooh, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. I know you're laughing at me for a minute, but it was just, it was one of those unexpected gulps. You know, it just. It, I just thought that was your new bourbon face. Is that, <laughs> It was like, you know, when you, you take a sip and you're like there, but then all of a sudden it, it kind of hits you. Ooh. Well, I was like, whoa, like my eye, it's like your eyes shoot up like twice as wide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you feel that one like back in your glands. Oh, I felt it like in the gut, in my gut, man. Good for you. So, That's a good feeling. All right. Well, you guys have tuned in to Neighbors Don't Knock. We are in season three, episode 16. So welcome to the show. If you are new to the show, make sure you go to that subscribe button and check out all of our old episodes. We've had some great guests. This is a show where, hey, you know, what do we do? Oh, yeah, we drop by, we have a drink, and we have some fun. We really do, and last week was a ton of fun. It was so much fun having Tony Camel back on the show. Yeah, yeah, much love to Tony out there. Uh, he has that new album, so you should go check that out. Yeah, and if you haven't had a chance to hear that episode, it's worth a listen. Seriously, go back, check it out. Tony is just such a great guy. He's so kind to come on the show and hang out with us. And love he's so him. Talented. Love him, man, love him. He is open to invitation anytime, as do all of our guests that listen. If you are interested in being a guest, on the show, make sure you reach out to us. You can email us at admin at neighborsdontknock.com and check us out on social media. You can go find us at, at NDK Podcast and let us know what's going on. But this show, it's going to be great. We are going to get into a couple things. We're going to recap our weekend. We're also going to talk about some unexpected things that happened to us. And, and I know you have a really unexpected thing that we're going to get into. I did. Random weekend. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Mine wasn't so random, but it just, it feels very, it felt very odd. Um, but make sure you guys stay tuned to the end of the show for some weekly neighborly advice and the reveal of next week's special guest. It's a very very special Halloween episode. It's spooky. Yes, there we go. Count Chocula is back. Um, a little bit going on. I'll, I'll go first because, you know, this is one of those rare weekends that we didn't get a chance to really spend any time together. I know. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, Brian. You. <laughs> well, was a little, well, I'm here now and, and we'll make up this week. Yeah, we you know. polish your name on the locker. Don't worry. I, I know. I do think it was funny that you asked if I should, if we should uh, get an empty a drawer for me or something here. I thought that was, that was just special. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little weird, Brian. It is getting a little weird. Little but strange. okay, so what was going on this weekend for me is I kind of had a trip back to high school in more ways than one, which it's it's tough to it's tough to say. My my wife had her a high school reunion, and it was a two day event. Your <laughs> year reunion. Yeah, yeah. We won't go what year, but she had her high school reunion, and and, and she had a blast. I think she had a, a really good time. Uh, you know, getting to see all of her friends and, and you know, I, she had a blast. I, I could tell she had a good time. That's super cool. Yeah. And, you know, for her, it, I think it was a really great thing because she was very close with a, a group of people from her high school and are still close. So they still talk today. They don't always get a chance to see each other. So I think that's what made it special. I am 
a little bit opposite. I have some close friends and I talk with people from high school, but we don't get together very often. You know, I didn't have the same feeling that when I watched her interacting with everybody that she, I think, had, you know, with her friends. And and I think that's really kind of cool. I think it's spectacular. I'm, I'm kind of with you. You know, I never really, I never went to my reunions for the most part. And I don't really regret it. I'm in touch with most people from high school that, that I'm interested in kind of being in touch with. And social media has made it really easy. Well, and, and that's, that's kind of, <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It, that's, I, I don't really I know how to describe easy, it. You hear lazy. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's just like, oh yeah, we went to school together. Click friend me. You know, the it's just like, sort of, yeah. yeah, I'm just like, are we really going to hang out? Do you really care what's, what I'm doing? You know, I, I'm not saying that everyone who does that is, has that mindset, but I have a feeling that a lot of people are like that. And, and I know there's a couple of people that have done that to me. And I'm just like, you haven't contacted me since you, you clicked on friend me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like you haven't, you've never commented on anything I'm doing. You haven't didn't, didn't even do one of those happy birthday posts on Facebook, you know, like, yeah. well, All right. you know, I'll, I'll, so. I'll admit I've got one or two or 10 of those <laughs> as, as well, or maybe 20. But I, I will say it was very, it was very nice to see how much fun they were having at the same time. I was just like. Wow, almost a little jealous that I wasn't that I was close with with some people in my high school, but that I'm still not that close. And sharing some of those stories, I was like, oh, that that's a, that's a lot of fun. Because when I think of it, I'm just like, yeah, I don't I don't want to talk. Like, a lot oh of my people. gosh, people really liked high school. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> I, I'll just tell you this: I don't want to go back. Which is no. what which is what makes this re- weekend recap for me really weird. Because not only did I go to my wife's high school reunion, which was a two day event. And I didn't go to the second night, but only because I was directing a high school production. So I was literally around a high school reunion the first night. And then the rest of the weekend, literally around high schoolers. And it it was, it was great. And I hope they had fun doing it. I mean, I, I had fun doing it. It was just, you know, being in a high school for an entire weekend and then going to a high school reunion. It was just like, it's a lot of high school. So I haven't stepped into a high school in many, many years, but I distinctly remember that weird high school smell. It's a mix of people that have like been playing outside or doing sports, something and like sweating in the wrong clothing and like sneaker rubber all over the place. Well, yeah, because they use, is it, maybe it's a universal cleaner. For the floor, yeah, maybe that's it. It's like right? it's like, like what, the, the way what, the linoleum interacts. Yeah, with the cleaner. just it's just like what what do you guys use to clean the floor? High school smell. <laughs> it's it's like, like you the car go freshener. car freshener. Just like, do you want new car, margarita, or high school smell? Looking back on it, we used to do something so gross. So I had to wear um, a basically a uniform to school every day, right? I had to wear either khakis or slacks. Uh, yeah, that's how we were. Shirt. We were prep. Uh, prep school so yeah. we had to yeah i had tie and jacket did you have tie and jacket we only on like assembly days okay. like you had, spe- See, you had, you had specific days. days that you had to but you didn't have to all the time okay so our formal days quote unquote our assembly days if you will were, were a specific jacket and a specific tie and like a certain color slacks and all that our our regular days were basically you know 1982 businessman outfit well, I could picture that. I mean, because you were a private school, a prep school as well, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I think the year after I left, they changed. I say kind, it. I say kind of. You're yeah, kind. I, I was. Kinda. I was a, that was a day prep school. Yeah, co-ed, okay. but day prep school. We used to go play like outside in the heat, throw frisbees, football. Oh yeah, during like lunch like, period. Yeah, grab and stuff. lacrosse yeah. sticks. Right. 
We would be absolutely dripping with sweat. Tie, shirt, jacket, just drenched. And like come into class and sit down like, oh, it's calculus time. Our poor teachers must have been. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm amazed they didn't put like Vicks Vapor Rub inside their nostrils before every class. We must have stunk to high heaven. You know, I, there was, I'm now that I'm remembering, I, I think I there was a, like a, not a, not a um, what do you call it, an incense, but I think they had a candle. Something burning. Yeah, burning in the glass. The anti-funk <laughs> candle something. in the corner. Um, but, okay, so I had my weekend. You had something unexpected happen, though. I really did. Yeah, I, I was at a, a friend of my daughter's at a birthday, and her parents threw this beautiful, uh, really elaborate birthday party. And one of the things they did was they had a woman come with basically a petting zoo, like a mobile personal petting zoo I, I mean i've seen that before yeah so but this was an outdoor thing or no it was it was indoors and oh, it was indoors at first i was really worried when i first saw what was going on because all these like cat carriers and cages oh yeah allergies in. for you right well there's the allergy thing but i felt bad for the animals i'm thinking like what the hell is this right did you like, i did you did you really i really did I really, really? Did. yeah yeah there's like nine ten kids they're gonna rip these poor things apart it's horrible because <laughs> I, I i feel i mean i go to petting zoos like if i'm an event there's an outdoor petting zoo yeah I feel so bad. I mean, you get some little shitty five-year-old who's like yanking on the bunny's ears, like pushing him down to the ground. It's horrible. It's so mean. Well, hopefully there's someone that's paying attention. Well, you so know, that's- this is actually really cool. In this particular situation, this woman and her family, they specialize in rescuing uh, exotic pets that are either abandoned or injured. Ooh. Right? And they give them a home. They have a large piece of property. Okay, and cool. What, and what she actually does is she goes around and yes, she does these like quote unquote petting zoo kind of things, but it's an educational process. She talks so, a lot so about So like animal. animal, she has animal ambassadors that are used to being. Totally. And, okay. And, and so she'll bring out like one animal at a time, only one or two kids is allowed to touch it in a very certain way. Yeah. Explains it to them. It. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's very educational. It was really neat. So that was unexpected. What was really unexpected was when the host of the party got tired of holding this sack with a baby kangaroo in it, passed it off to me, and I wind up being mama kangaroo for like an hour. Yeah, I could see that. A couple <laughs> of things. <laughs> this was your first encounter with a kangaroo? I, I, it was not my first encounter with a kangaroo. It was my first time personally holding a kangaroo. I have no idea how old the Joey was. It was awfully small, so okay. I'm imagining quite young. Okay. Still, squirmy, stinky, did not want to hang out in the pouch, strong back legs. Well, at least they don't throw poo like monkeys. No, but it was definitely going poo all <laughs> the time. It was in a diaper inside the pouch. I mean, it's an exotic animal. What, what do you want it them? It smelled like an exotic animal. I mean, what do you want to just them to raise their hand to go to the bathroom? Yes, <laughs> yes. I expect a housebroken Joey to be to be passed off to me. No, it, it was it was very very cute. Um, it was very awkward. You know, I'm I'm not. See, I'm a big animal guy. Like I, I I'm all about. You know, even animals that I, I'm like not crazy about, you know, it's a big old snake. All right, I'll hold it. You know, you tell me it's safe. And like, oh, oh, you know, no. you know, like I, I'm, I'm open to all that kind of stuff. No, not me. But this thing, you know, it was cute. It was kind of like lick your arm and stuff, which is really super cute. Oh, I'm being licked by a baby kangaroo. It's super soft, which was neat. Yeah, yeah. And it liked being scratched behind the ears and all that. That was fun. But it also liked to eat shirts. So it was constantly trying to nibble at my shirt. I'm like, I didn't know kangaroos like to eat cloth. What, what's going on here? And, and for those of you that have never heard our podcast before, Philip is from New Canaan, Connecticut, and they wear only the finest to the birthday parties. <laughs> I bet you had your blazer on or, 
wear a polo, at least some kind of polo. Oh, I actually wore that high school formal day blazer. Yeah. Yeah. With the well, patch well and played, man. Well yeah. played. Yeah. Tie yeah, with you, the... yeah. You're like, joke's on you, sucker. <laughs> To the, Hello. <laughs> you're talking trash with a baby yes. kangaroo. Yeah, chew it up, man. You're not the first one. Yes, your Joey looks quite dehydrated. Are you taking care of it properly? Uh, no, no, no. I was not in a fucking sport coat, dude. I don't know why I'm picturing you like holding this kangaroo in a sport coat. Almost like, uh, what's his name from Trading Places? Like on the showroom floor with just like an exotic animal. Yeah, I was about to say, you're, you basically picture me as like, Risky business, right? Like that's, that's what you're picturing my life when I was growing up. It, yeah. It wasn't quite, it was close, but it wasn't quite. Like, <laughs> it was, I wasn't expecting you to go right there. Similar. But okay, so so you got the, you have this baby kangaroo or f- people don't know baby kangaroos are known as joeys. Yeah, it and didn't punch me. It didn't jump out of my arms. I managed to keep it in the sack the whole time. You kept it in the sack? Kept it in the sack, which was, which was I nice. I bet your wife is thrilled. They're, they were laughing their asses off i have more photographs taken to me by my wife and her friends and they were just giggling i must have looked ridiculous i did it okay let me ask you this holding an exotic baby animal did that basically make you go i don't want kids again no <laughs> no it, it had no it had no uh, uh the the kids all screaming and like trying to like, oh no, that's push what each did other it. Oh, aside God. yeah that made me think you know, watching the one and watching is, the one kid tear the bunny's ears out you're like yeah we're done yeah yeah no i'm too old for kids now man hey you, you want to feel old i came across an internet meme the other day that made me feel really old you may have seen this it's been floating around facebook it's a picture of doc brown from back to the future and the meme is if you went back in time as far as Marty McFly did when he went from 1985 to 1955, it'd be 1991. How's that feel? Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Ooh. He went 30 years back in time. Yeah, it'd be 1991. That's right. It was 30 that years. Hurts, right? Yeah, it does. And I bet you the culture has shifted that much. Kids, your little high school kids that you were teaching this weekend, you want to know what's unexpected? They thought you're an old man. <laughs> is, I'm sure. I mean, I, I never claim to be cool, man. I, I honestly, I'm not, I'm not cool. I, I just, I, I'm just, I'm happy. I'm loving life, but I am definitely not one of the cool kids. Hell yeah. No, no. So yeah, so I'm cool. I don't need any more children and I don't need any exotic pets in my life. You know, I, no, I no, we think, we think each other are cool. And I think that's, that's. That we says enough. Cool. Well, exactly. We just keep telling ourselves that. Either that or we're an almost famous kind of scene where we're like, we're the uncool. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Is, is that like the poets at like those readings or whatever? It's the like, <laughs> like snap yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, man, that's that's just that's not cool. But we're cool for not thinking it's cool. You know? Did you know, you know that? Did mean? you know that when I was a, a freshman in in college? And yes, I briefly went to college. When I was a freshman in college, I uh, I did stand up poetry readings. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was one of those kids. Really? Oh, yeah, man. It was, what, was it your own work? Or oh, was yeah. It, really? Oh, yeah. Ooh, maybe we... Hey, for our listeners, if you want to hear some of Philip's old poetry, because I'm sure he's got it somewhere. Oh, no. No, you're like, I burned all that stuff. But as far as you're concerned, I did. <laughs> that's, uh, that's for sure. So you need to help me listeners out there write to the show email us let us know we want to hear a live poetry reading from philip on the show it could be a christmas gift man i want virtual snaps <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, man. Whoa. It was so deep. <laughs> so, all right. So you had, what were the other animals, by the way, before we get off this? They had a lot of really cool ones. They had a, they had a kangaroo, a mongoose. They had a, a mongoose. Yeah. Really? They okay. had a sloth. They had a lemur. Oh, I love sloths. Yeah. They had a lemur. They had a, um, a skunk, one of the brown skunks. I can't remember what that's called. That's okay. That's a name. They had a type of Siberian fox. Oh, so th- these are so there's a lot of exotic animals. Yeah, like these aren't just like one or two. There was a bunch. Yeah, there were a bunch, and, and there's like two more that I'm blanking on. That I can't remember. How many people did they have with this traveling uh, group with the the t- caretakers? She arrived with her two kind of bigger children that helped her get all set up, but then just the caretaker was there to handle everything. Oh, but, so it was like three pe- people, two or three people. Yeah, that helped. okay. But that's a lot brought, of a- that's a lot of animals to for three people to be. It was, but she only brought one out at a time. Okay. They were put up and it was really very well organized and coordinated. So that was cool. You know, it made me think though, we, we do have a really serious exotic pet problem in big cities, especially here in Houston, dude. It gets creepy. Well, and for all of you guys in your own areas, you should check out, you know, what is native to your area because you you probably will be surprised what animals are, can be in your neighborhood because, I mean... There's all kinds of, we, we live in nature. Yeah, and you know, a personal request, this is not the neighborly advice segment of the show, I know that, but a, but a Philip Goffrey on Neighbors Don't Knock personal request, please, if you do own anything, a fish, a lizard, a snake, a bird, a cat, a jungle cat, whatever it is, <laughs> anything that's not Jeez. native to where you live, if you're tired of it, Find somebody to take care of it properly. Do not just go drop it, it off. Just release it. It's like, be free. Yeah, invasive species are, they're, they're, it's a real thing. You know, yeah. it's a really big problem. I, I, I will say this before we wrap this segment up. I draw the line at birds as far as pets. Anybody rational should draw the line at birds. Like, there's some people that are just, I'm just, birds are just too, too dirty. For My brother me, had man. a couple of them growing up, man. They're gross. Yeah. Well, I mean, I owned a chicken at one point. Why? <laughs> that story for another day. All right. So, <laughs> uh, but we're going to get into a, another segment and this, I, I'm really excited about this. We're going to do a little nostalgic calling. So we're going to call up a family or friend that we have not talked to in a while and see what they're doing. Hello. Hey, is this uh, Peter Bruno? Yes. What's going on, Peter Bruno? This is your cousin. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> what's going on? How are you? Good, man. Good. Hey, I, I have to full disclosure here. Uh, you are on our podcast right now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, say hello. Am I, that, am, I, am I that important? I, well, I don't know if you're that important. I just hadn't talked to you in a while, so we figured we'd give you a buzz. But hey, say hi to my, uh, my co-host and partner, uh, Philip Goffrey here. Hey, Philip. How are you, bud? I'm well, man. Uh, thanks for, for being part of our experiment here. Brian is trying out a new segment with me on the show where we call up somebody we haven't spoken to in a while and just catch them off guard. You definitely did. And after a long weekend... Um, you sound like you're recovering but, from the long weekend. Oh, my goodness. It was a long one. What, it what, was actually Wednesday. We went to Country Thunder. What is, what is, country, um, what is country Thunder? It's a five-day music festival. Is it like, co- coach, like Coachella type of thing? Exactly like Coachella. Camp out there. Um, obviously a little party and little drinking, little country music. It was a lot of fun, definitely. Oh, so now, wait, wait, where is that? What state is that in? It's in Arizona. 
the concert is probably about 50 to 70,000 people in and out of there all weekend. There's probably about three to 400,000 people. It's a, it's a, it's a big event. It really is. We've been going, this is my 14th year now. So it's a lot of fun. So what kind of, what kind of trouble did you get in over the weekend then? Well, I can't, I can't disclose that on, <laughs> on the air. Is this out in like scenic Sedona country, Arizona or? No, it's in the East Valley. It's in Florence. Uh, with that many people, Sedona couldn't handle, you know, that type of, of capacity. Fair enough. Um, there's not enough tinfoil hats to go around. So. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. But it was, it was a good, uh, it was a good show. There's a group of about 40 of us that go. Oh, that's, um, you know, a small, small group. Yeah. And we, um, actually my cousin, <laughs> my cousin from New York came out, drove her motorhome out with her husband. So uh, Pete, man, I got to ask you, um, do you, so I, I know you're, I know you're a big concert guy. I know you love kind of getting, being outdoors. Is there one that you haven't been to that you want to go? I mean, speaking of Burning Man, you said that was a little bit too much, but is there a festival or something that you would travel cross country for? No, I think I'm pretty content, especially with this one, because it's a lot of work, man. I mean, it, you know, you got to pack up, pack up the motor home and we, you know, we, we all cook for for 50 people and buy liquor for oh, 50 yeah, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I forgot your, so, your small group of friends that you brought, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, well, you weren't there. Well, I, I don't I know didn't why get, you weren't there. I didn't get the invite. I know, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're on their air and we're supposed to ask questions about me, but what the how the hell are you doing? You know, we got the, we got the podcast rolling here. You know, we've had some great guests, and so, you know. Until today. Until today. <laughs> You clearly, you clearly are out of good guests. So you decided to call me. <laughs> oh no, shit! We, we don't have anything. Let's call my cousin Peter. Um, <laughs> You've got to call Greco. Is Greco the guy that brings his own flask to the wedding? Yes, that's yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. So Philip's heard that story. Although, you know, Bruno, you actually have your own fun story from that wedding. When my brother's wedding. Uh, for our listeners, we were having, you know, at the hotel bar and they basically kept it open for us and everyone kept going. And I'll never forget the fact that, that Bruno here paid someone a hundred, I think he paid my, my other cousin a hundred dollars to walk to Taco Bell <laughs> because he didn't want I mean, was it a so, far walk or no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was across the street. Yeah, <laughs> Peter worth every penny. Yeah. And that's exactly you know what? Penny. That's exactly what he said, Philip. That's exactly he comes back. He goes worth every penny. What's your go-to one too many rounds Taco Bell order? Brian, you go first. Gordito. Oh, Gordito. Oh, 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 oh Peter, oh, oh, you go first. So Gordito. Okay, huh? Gordito. I'd probably say my my go-to would be the Crunchwrap Supreme. Crunchwrap. I didn't even know that exists. That's amazing. It's it's yeah. It's like a Supreme Taco wrapped in a soft tortilla. Good lord, it's like a turducken, <laughs> but like for drunk people. Yeah, that's amazing. That's what I'm talking about. If you, if I'm gonna be that drunk and, and eat Taco Bell, it's got to be something like that. See, I'm old school, man. Mine is just eight soft tacos, eight straight up. Soft tacos. Yeah, we talked about that. It's dog food wrapped in a, in a tortilla, man. Brother, don't fool yourself. Everything you just said is dog food wrapped in something. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's not bullshit each other here. I mean, no That's true. Here. At least mine had a cooler name. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, uh, so Bruno, I just wanted to, first of all, man, thanks for, uh, for taking some time and to, to, to bullshit with us. But uh, what's, been, what's been going on besides, obviously, you get recovering from the, uh, the concert. What's been going on? 
very busy at work. Work is is unbelievably busy. Um, custom cabinets, kitchen, bathroom remodels. Everybody's remodeling their house right now, so it's just been nuts. Uh, been buying some flips here and there. Peter, I got a question for you. Educate me, yes, and if you don't mind, educate our listeners because what you just said. I've got a couple of friends who are in the custom kitchen and cabinet business as well. And and they said the same thing that you have. The business is kind of booming. Why why is that? Like like materials could not be more expensive right now if you mm-hmm. could if you if you tried right. And labor couldn't be harder to find. So why is it that right now everyone is deciding to remodel every house they buy? Honestly, I just think it's. I I think that the new we're kind of at a turn of of a generation of home building. Um, things are just getting old. People don't want to move. They want to stick where they're at. And, and I think, I think they're just, well, money's still just, cheap, right? I mean, loans are pretty money, easy to get still. They're pulling money out of their home and dumping it right back into their home because, you know, everything is just, you know, increased in value so much. So they're, they're just taking, you know, they're refining, pulling money out and, you know, instead of half of it's going to the bar and then the other half goes to their home. So they're being responsible. Interesting. Um, it seems to be just, it, it's just crazy. I mean, like you said, labor materials, uh, both, both procuring materials as well as the, you know, the, uh, the price of materials, uh, wood has gone up 300 and some odd percent. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the sad part about that is, is when you have some of these smaller companies, there's people that are literally going out of business and they can't do it. It's, it's really sad. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, a lot of builders are hurting right now, right? They did not, mm-hmm. uh, they did not hedge for these, these sudden squeezes in their margin. And you're talking 30, $40,000 packages increases on just lumber and trusses, you know, to, to frame a house and to, to just to frame it is 30 to 40 grand. There's actually one builder out here, a very big builder, and they gave back all of their contracts. They just said, we can't build, we can't build for this, you know, losing, Fifty thousand dollars on a four or five hundred thousand dollar home. Every home, that's that's not good. But uh, the remodel side has just been has been unbelievable. We're pretty lucky. I mean, we we we've been in business going on fourteen, 15, going on fifteen years now. So uh, we don't do any advertising. We 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 are doing a cap a podcast right now. By the way, Cabinet Technologies in El Mirage, Arizona. Um, <laughs> so, well, well, there you go. See, you know what? Now, there's now, the plug. There you go. See, well, I knew there was a reason. It was like intuition, <laughs> right? <laughs> well done. For, further proof that we're in a simulation, and Elon Musk is onto something. Because, I know, uh, right? Yeah. Pete, we want to let you go, but man, thanks for taking some time and uh, doing the catching up a little bit on uh, doing our first nostalgic call here. Um, awesome. You know, always good to to catch up with you. It's you know been too long, man. So we definitely need to to find more time. But we always do. The older we get, the shorter it gets. Let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But thank well, you. Well, thank soon. you for thinking of me. Absolutely, you're welcome. It was nice meeting you, man. Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate it. All right, Pete. We'll Absolutely. catch you. We'll catch you soon. Cheers. There you go, right there, reconnecting with the, you know my cousin who I don't get to talk to very much. So that yeah, was kind of nice. Yeah, that worked well. I mean, he got, kinda, the, he got the plug his podcast, and you got to find out you're not invited to family events. Ah, there uh, you go. See, it's a win-win. <laughs> it's like just confirming things I already know, right? Or, I should, or at least that I should know. Uh, you know, let's get into a little bit, our final segment of the episode. We're going to talk and give some a little bit of neighborly advice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you lead this one in. You know, Brian, when I first bought this house, my wife and I really didn't know 
anybody here. We didn't know anybody in the neighborhood. We didn't know anybody on the street, the block, let alone our little cul-de-sac um, shared driveway thing that we have with our neighbors. And one of the coolest things that happened was the second day we were here, our immediate neighbor came over with a basket, a welcome basket. Thank you so much for, you know, moving in the neighborhood. We look forward to getting to know you, all this stuff. That was nice. It was nice. That was really nice. And they invited us to come have dinner with them at our next opportunity. And oh, there you go. And you and I were talking before the show about what is so touching that you can do for a neighbor and so important. And you coined a term that I just love, this term neighbor date. Yeah. And and that's we, I we, think we've been doing it for a long time apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh. so I, that's why my wife is just like accepted it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's effectively what they did, right? They set a open invitation for a neighbor date with us, and that led to a genuine friendship. And we've been friends with them ever since. And I think that's really important: taking the time to have a neighbor date. Yeah, a neighbor date can be anything you want it to be, but I think it's really important. I like it. It's just allows us to get to know our neighbors, but don't just make that a physical thing like we just did calling up my cousin, you know, get to know people or when you get to know other people, give them a call. I mean, your neighbors might, you know, across the street or, you know, around the corner that you may not be able to walk to. Give them a call and let them know what's going on because I know a lot of people just to get a phone call sometimes, they may not even tell you anything's wrong, but they may have so much happening that they just don't want to disclose to you. And just a phone call like that will make their day. So yeah, so there you go. Some neighborly advice. Just to find a neighbor, you know, and, and have a na- little neighbor date. Have a little neighbor date. If you're going to put it up on social media, it's hashtag neighbor date, hashtag Brian Chambers. <laughs> I, I really do think that you may have coined the neighbor date, <laughs> the next trending, uh, the next trending hashtag. Ooh, ooh. Wouldn't that be something? I'd be trending. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys email us at admin at neighbors don't If you have any questions or comments for the show, we love to hear from all of our listeners out there uh, let us know if you do happen to have a neighbor date, let us know how it goes and what you did. Absolutely. And post up if you have any interesting stories from high school. We'd like to hear some of the high school nostalgia given each of our weekends. Yeah. And don't forget, we got to get Philip, you know, enough requests to get the poetry reading here on the show. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Brian, but you owe our listeners uh, a teaser. I do. For all of you guys that stayed to the end of the episode, as promised, we have a special Halloween episode for you next week. Do, do, do. Are you not going to do the Count Chocula? Spooky. There it is. Okay. So we have a special Halloween episode for you guys. And it's a a guest that is going to be joining us. She is a paranormal investigator and an author of True Account uh, Ghost Stories. Her name is Eleanor Wagner, and she's going to be joining the show. She has a podcast called Eleanor Wagner's Strange and Scary World and talks about paranormal and strange phenomenon things such as Bigfoot, UFOs, NDEs, reincarnation, just to name a few. Just to name a few. Just to name a few. Yeah, right, you know. Um, But she's an accomplished author. She's a very interesting guest that we are going to have, and it's going to be a ton of fun getting to know her. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. That's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be great. Don't forget to go back and check out previous episodes and other guests that have stopped by the show and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any new episodes because we drop one every Friday. We sure do. And we've only got a few left for this season. I know. Can you believe that? No. Ooh, but don't worry. If you miss, you can always go back and listen and make sure you stay tuned into December because we're going to have a special Christmas episode. Yes, we are. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Out. Out.